0: Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. It's Hogan Johns. You know, when you give Tom Brady in that offense, when they start inside the, the 40, for the touchdown, number five four or five or six times, you know, that's a, that's a lot. It's advantage then. It. And they're going to make you pay for it, and, and that's ultimately what happened. From NBC Sports Chicago, it's Adam Hogue. And from The Athletic, it's Adam Johns. ball time, and is it there? Yes, it is. Back to Evans, turns around the catch what a turnaround just in time step up and now throw it and it's caught for the touchdown Evans with his third Brady with his fourth and now ladies and gentlemen it's the Adams the one and only Hogan Johns the Adams
1: converged wow I feel like I have begun many a Bears post game episodes with that word but here we are again
2: an absolute embarrassment We've covered some bad football games. This this is by far the worst one in the Matt Nagy era, and it made me reference Mark Trestman twice Mm -hmm. in my column today, twice.
1: You know what, this isn't where I thought we were gonna start, but I would actually argue the Browns game was still worse. Have 47 yards of offense. That's bad, that's bad. And this is at least a defending Super Bowl champions who whooped your ass. I, I guess I'm just not completely surprised that this happened today. I thought it was on the list of possibilities. I thought it would have been the worst-case scenario. And unfortunately for Matt Nagy, that's exactly what played out. This was the game he couldn't afford to have. Just couldn't afford to have it because it raises – not only does it raise the doubts just that were already there to a whole other yeah. level, but it brings in the conversation that nobody wants to have yet, which is – do we fire the guy? Well, but I was <laughs> yeah, gonna say yeah. I was gonna say what's wrong with Justin Fields? Yeah, like because c- I don't, I don't want to put a ton of blame on the young rookie quarterback, but at some point when you have three fumbles in a game, losing two of them, and
2: throw three interceptions, I mean, some of that's on the quarterback. It, no, it is. It is. I'll, I'll say this: his total stats this season should not be this bad. Mitch Trubisky wasn't this bad as a rookie. Everything you're seeing is like an accumulation of awfulness. I like that. Yeah. Maybe I'll put that in my column for later. But it, it, it's, it's, his, it's it's his own rookie mistakes. It's his own inexperiences. Of course, those are to come to fruition. But it's just, we've seen this play out with Nick Foles. We've seen this play out with Mitch Trubisky. We know where some of the problems lie. It's not all fields. It's what they're trying to do offensively, which we know doesn't work.
1: It's crazy that they had a 100-yard rusher <laughs>
2: <laughs> against the NFL's best rushing defense.
1: Like all the problems that we've had talking over the years about this offense and how they don't run the ball. Now they are running like this is just a scenario I never thought would happen this year. They are they are running the ball successfully with three different running backs now. And the offense they score 3 points. I, I don't know how else to put it. Like it it like it has
2: to go back to the scheme. It I has hated to. that field goal, by the way. Oh, it was I don't worst. even think you're, you. I don't think you've even finished your intro yet. Here, by the way. Oh yeah, He's Hi, Adam Hogan, Adam Johns, on yeah. Twitter, Adam, Adam 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 Johnson. I got your,
1: You um, do the you do the yeah. freaking intro. I'm like, I,
2: I'm with you. The field it, it, goal was go, color, like, oh like, yes, yes, thank you. Like, you're down at 21 points. Yeah. You don't think Tom Brady's not gonna score again? Like,
1: well, <sighs> did not like. You that. know, I joked at the time that it's a good thing that they kicked the field goal to guarantee that it wouldn't be shut out. And it turned out to be the case.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, because let's be honest, they went for a fourth down. They probably weren't going to score. Who cares? But, but well, like, At least then, the
2: effort, to the, to the attempted effort is there.
1: At least it wasn't 38-0. Oh, no, I'm with you, though. Like that, that field goal was – how about the punt in the fourth quarter? Yeah.
2: yeah. You, you you're
1: doing? in Bucks territory. I know it's fourth and 16, but you're in Bucks territory, and you're going to punt? I mean, that was just waving the white flag. Saying,
2: "All right, yeah, let's get out." Of at that point, I actually thought they're going to take Fields out, but apparently, there's some more value in having him run around, and do whatever he has to do. Yeah. I, I, I don't see it. It's debatable. I mean, but whatever. Awful, awful game.
1: I mean, I, I was actually thinking at one point during this game, like if Andy Dalton had played from start to finish, did they have more than three points? I don't know. I mean, they certainly yeah, don't yeah. They certainly don't win the game.
2: Yeah. I, I don't think that's a question that you have to entertain right now because you've already gone down this road. Yeah. You, you don't go back. Like You don't do what the Dolphins did. You, oh, you, no, you don't go back not. to Ryan Fitzpatrick in this. I'm
1: know? with you. I just
2: – I in, in
1: some ways, like, again, going back to, like, the worst-case scenario, like, I think this is what the Bears were worried about with playing fields. Yeah. I don't think that's an excuse. I don't think that's supporting – what their whole plan was to begin with, because I think that had they gone all in from the very beginning that we're gonna play this guy, we're gonna develop him on the field, the results would be better. But they got kind of stuck in no man's land, and now they're ending up with games like this. Where you probably never had a chance to win anyway, which we talked about all week. But you don't want to get blown out 38 to 3. Well right, and you want the rookie to show something, like something positive. And there's it's at least last week you had a couple drives you could point to and be like, yeah, this was really good. This week,
2: there's nothing. <laughs> no, it's Matt Nagy mentioning the throw out of the oh. end zone o- o- over here, where he was scrambling around. Yeah, I mean that's which that's I actually a positive. did yeah, in but, the like, moment.
1: I did turn to Jeff Dickerson and say Mitch would have run out of bounds yes, there for yes. a sack. Yeah. So if we are going on the lowest absolute bar of outcomes, then yes, that's a play you highlight as a positive. It's a problem. Um, he actually ran and like high fived them. That's that's a, a little point. Oh, you, man. you, saw, you saw that? Uh,
2: like, that literally happened. Let me
1: credit the fish man for that. Kevin said that to me. He didn't okay. say that
2: next. I sat next to Kevin the whole game. He didn't mention that.
1: Oh, he mentioned in the post game press conference, like right after Nagy walked out yeah. after praising that play, he uh, he he pointed that out. So I don't know. Um, where do the Bears go from here?
2: Um, this is where the McCaskies have to be brought into the conversation because, like, this comes after a week where Aaron Rodgers says he owns your team. You're blown out by Tom Brady. Everybody saw it. You have this new young quarterback whom you love. He's now part of the evaluation of, of Nagy and his coaching staff. He even Pace too. It, it's it's great that he's here. Uh, he, would, he wouldn't he would be here without Pace and Nagy, but now they have to show that they're best for him. And like th- that in itself should require time. I've always believed that, right? Like if you believed in them to draft them, trade up and draft them, then you got to give them time. But this game... I mean, how could you argue otherwise? Like, well, like, and that's like, the thing.
1: You, I agree with you. You do until, if unless I should unless, say, unless, there, yes. yeah,
2: that's a better way to put it.
1: Unless you get a situation like this where you're really like, are they, are they really putting him in a situation where he can be successful? And I think it's both of them. I think yeah. it's you have to talk about both Nagy and Pace because, and this gets into some of the other stuff I want to talk about. I mean. The offensive line I would describe so far as okay-ish.
2: In some games, I think they'd overachieve.
1: Yes. um, But if you're in a position where losing Elijah Wilkinson the morning of a game can result in two strip sacks given up by LaChavius Simmons, like you knew all week that if Wilkinson went down at any point in the game to an injury, because you're always playing for that, that that's your – your next man up situation, um, that's a problem. And I think it's also, it goes to evaluation both in the front office in terms of being put in that situation. Now, I will say in that specific case, you've had Tevin Jenkins go out, Larry Borum go out, Jermaine Effetti go out now at this point. like So at some point when you're down to your fifth string, yeah. right tackle, you're going to have problem. problems. But how long has Alex has been here?
0: How, yeah, strange, how, right? how many
1: times has Alex Barr stepped in in these moments? So to start Simmons over him, like that's
2: that's the coaches that do that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. where
1: you set the depth chart as coaches. And, and that's, I mean, that looks like a disastrous
2: yeah, move. In Kevin Fishman and I were talking about this before. Maybe they just wanted to use bars as, you know, those, what, six to eight, maybe 10 snaps where he comes in as the actual offensive yeah. lineman. They really want to run the ball. You know they wanted to run the ball, but you didn't see that. At least when Simmons was on the field. No. Not with him. I
1: mean, maybe there was one or two. I don't remember seeing it right off the top of my head, though. Um, so there's that. But then more from a personnel standpoint, I mean, and I know I keep harping on this, but, like, the weapons are just not yeah. good enough. Like, you see, this is a game where the Bucks have, they don't even have Antonio Brown and Gronk out there. But Brady, three touchdowns to Mike Evans. Chris Godwin. Really good player. Like, Cameron Bray was, like, sort of just a guy until Brady got here. Now he's a pretty good weapon. Yeah. Like, it... Then you compare that to what the Bears have, and nobody's open. Nobody's making plays. How many balls did we see go off wide receiver's hands? And I realize some of those are, like, not the best touch. Or maybe Fields fired it in there a little bit too hard. But you're an NFL wide receiver. These are your hands, yeah. and when the ball hits the oh, no, hands, that,
2: you need to make the play. Cole Komet has to make the catch. Yes. First down. Darnell Mooney, make the catch. That's a first down. That, those are problems. And <laughs> they were the Bears' leading receivers. Today. Like, I Like, I have been long on this. You know, yeah. I, I think I gave the guys this year a little bit more credit than it was probably deserved. The Speedsters, Marquise Goodwin, Demir Bird, obviously they have done nothing. They don't do anything. They haven't done anything this year. There's probably layers to that, whatever, but, like, this goes back to a couple years ago where we were arguing in Washington, of all places, about the skill position players of the Bears. Yeah. Now we have two, three years of this. They're just not very good. Yeah. Not very good.
1: Well, and, and here's another thing I'll say. It's like when you have two guys like that and Demir Bird and, and Marquise Goodwin who are doing nothing, like why did you then cut Rodney Adams to make sure you got Brashad Perryman?
2: Yeah, who hasn't played
1: all year. Like. Give him a chance. Yeah. Now, I say that with very low expectations for Brashad Perriman because he's been in, like, five different places and, you know, doesn't do much. But how about Rodney Adams? How, like, seriously, I'm at this point where, like, Rodney Adams, okay, was he just a great training camp story? Maybe. We've yeah. seen plenty yeah. of those over the years. But he's sitting there on your practice squad. Can he give you at least a catch? He seemed to have a pretty good connection with Justin Fields.
2: And what is going on with Allen Robinson?
1: Speaking oh, of connections
2: know. with Justin Fields or lack thereof. I mean, that third interception, like, yeah. I, I, I called that out in the press box, pet myself in the back. I'm like, Robinson's got single coverage. Yeah. Either it's going to be short, or they're going deep. They went deep, underthrown ball. I mean, but that connection doesn't even seem to exist. Well, and that's the thing about that throw, though. Are we sure that it was
1: just underthrown, or was it a back shoulder throw? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I thought when the ball was in the air, I saw two guys that were not on the same page again. Yeah, Like, that's, to me, in the bigger head, like, whatever happened on that play specifically, it's every game one or two times yeah. where the number one
2: wide receiver and the quarterback are not on the same yeah, page. Yeah. And I, I've long thought this. This is what, this goes back to the 2019 season, like, in Los Angeles, where Mitch Trubisky scrambling out to his right, looking down the field, trying to make a play. And, like, there's receivers who stopped, like, trying to help. Yeah. Like, they stink at the, the scramble rules. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're awful. I don't know, it's just, it's, it's odd because in this era of pass-happy NFL offenses and all these quarterbacks with big arms, like, like why are they not better at it? Like this, this is two or three years in the making of them not being good at the scramble drill.
0: Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone?
2: businesses use LinkedIn for hiring post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Adam that's linkedin.com slash Adam to post your job for free terms and conditions apply
1: man I this this is gonna be an interesting next couple of weeks like that's the only thing I could say is because um, like, like no matter what I would we agree that Number one on the list has to be Justin Fields' development. Yeah, like yeah. you bring up, you brought the McCaskies in the conversation. Yeah. So if you're the McCaskies, you're Ted Phillips, and you're you're sitting there watching this. Like on the, your checklist of things that you need to see this season, yeah. when you sat there on the Zoom press conference at the end of last year and said, like, you know, we saw this and we're you know we need to see this going forward. Like yeah. on that list, now you got that quarterback. You better see that development and. Right now, it's not there. Boy, you're
2: wondering why Mac Jones is playing as well he is as, as he is right now for yeah. the Patriots. I still think Fields is the better player. I would take Justin Fields over Mac Jones every single draft year. But what are they doing in New England? I know they got Bill Belichick, and Josh McDaniels, but like,
1: but that's the thing. Nobody's questioning the coaching no, in New England.
2: No, nobody, nobody, nobody. Nobody's questioning, and they shouldn't because yeah. it's New England. Yeah, and and there's reasons that you know they're trying to coach through Mac Jones's rookie mistakes. Like it was just last week. Where part of the conversation in New England was, why did Bill Belichick not take timeouts at the end of the first half and just let the clock run out? Because he didn't trust Mac Jones. Mac Jones just lit up the Jets today. It's just, it seems layered, more layered than it has to be, but this goes all the way back to training camp, man. You know, like this is, this conversation we had last podcast. You know, like the Bears, they only have themselves to blame for Justin Fields stinking it up the way he did tonight.
1: But there was a scenario today, at least a possible scenario, where you lose a game, maybe you don't even cover the spread, which was 12 and a half, but you saw development from Justin yeah. Fields. And, you know, my pick was 34 to 21, and that could have been that scenario where you're like, oh, Justin threw for three touchdowns. and yeah. But, you know, the, Tom Brady was just too good. The defense got worn down. They end up, you know, giving up a 4th quarter touchdown. All of a sudden, it looks like it was out of hand. But I could see then if you're looking at it from the McCaskies, you'd be like, well, but there was progress. Like offensively, there was progress. This was an enormous step backwards. Yeah,
2: yeah. And those, were except baby for Cleo and Herbert, and, and those are baby <laughs> steps anyway. Like yeah, against the Packers, right? Like he made yes, good reads. You know, he, he he threw like that throw. Like one of their highlights was his deep ball shot to Marquise Goodwin that ended up being pass interference. But I'm like, that's the point. Those are baby steps. It wasn't a victory. Like these, like you said, are like what happened here on this field. Were was a lot of steps backward like leaps and bounds backward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's this whole COVID problem
1: that just seems to be getting worse. There's two more players went on the COVID list today. We mentioned Elijah Wilkinson. That's why he wasn't playing because, uh, you know, he may just be a close contact, maybe tested positive. We don't know at this point. But second time for this guy that he's on the COVID list. Yeah. You knew this was a possibility when you bring in the whole vaccination conversation. You know you have guys who are vaccinated. You know you have guys who are unvaccinated. Back when we go back to like training camp, you're like, are guys going to get cut who aren't vaccinated because you can't rely on them? This type of thing is always on the table yeah. in this in this pandemic world that they live in. Um,
2: and the COVID protocols had a direct influence on this game. Yeah, I firmly believe that. That's why that's they were true. down the Laschavius Simmons. As your starting right tackle. I, I know Wilkinson is your swing tackle, your top reserve, what have you. Um, not a starter. I get that. But he's still prepped all week as your starter. Yep. And now he was out. Like, direct impact on this game. So, um,
1: but, and then, like, in general, this just keeps getting worse and worse. Like, I think this is something that matters, too, in the conversation. Like, every other day is a new player. It's another player. How bad is it going to get? How much does it fall on what they're doing inside House Hall? to mitigate this. Not every team's having this problem this year. The Bears are right up there now with the Cardinals with like the worst outbreaks. Yeah.
2: Um the Cardinals are undefeated. Yeah, they're undefeated also, so that helps.
1: I don't know, I just it's another thing in, in the equation that seems to matter and uh you wonder
2: what what's well, another thing for Matt Nagy to navigate. Now, he he is successfully I put this in my column uh today tonight. Like they've gone through a six-game losing streak quarterback controversy that actually he created himself. Like, they've gone through some stuff where he has to coach his way out of trouble. Mm -hmm. Some of that trouble he's created himself, but they made the playoffs last year. They haven't had a losing season. There is value in that, but this is different this year, man. With the pandemic, with the protocols, and plus Justin Fields' development, there's a lot of Matt Nagy's plate right now. Well, and I'll bring up something else I brought up during training camp
1: is, you know, Nagy passed – a couple opportunities in press conferences to really put his foot down like some other coaches did on the whole vaccination issue. And he didn't do that. And so, like, if this was happening in Washington right now where Ron Rivera was very, very emotional and adamant that he wants to see his players all vaccinated, you can give him a pass for this happening because you'd be like, well, the head coach, you know, tried. I don't think you could say the same thing about the Bears right now. Maybe that's fair, maybe it's not, but, like, the messaging hasn't really been there. they have like, oh, we educate our players. But it hasn't been, like, a strong, you know, encouragement, at least in my opinion, based on what they've said publicly to to mitigate this issue. I, I guess I'll put it a different way. I'm not surprised that they're here with this based on what I saw in training camp. I'll just put it that way. And we, like you said, and I totally agree it affected the game today. Was it the difference in the game? No. Definitely not the difference in the game. But it really hurt how about it hurt you can put it like this, it hurt Justin Fields. It hurt the quarterback. It, it put it put him in an unfair position to have and then not only that, but then the like how many times did they leave with Latavius Simmons on an island too? Where he just that's, got that's sm- a problem. smoked. Yeah, so yeah. that's on the coaching too. Man, I, I just I think it raises serious questions about the, the position they're putting Justin Fields
2: in to have success. Well, amongst many other questions yeah. we have about the positions they're putting in Justin Fields, it's just yeah, there, there are layers to this, man. You know, it's before it was the play caller, the play caller has changed. I don't know who the next play caller could be, but didn't look good today. And I know the Buccaneers are a superior opponent. The Bears could look better next week against the 49ers, but I mean, <laughs> We didn't need a reminder to to know that the Bears aren't a serious contender. You know, the McCaskies got that today. Yeah. That's when they start changing their mindset on things, and it's the conversation that we know, we all know, they didn't want to have in week eight of the 2021 season.
1: But here they are,
2: and um, yikes.
1: (laughs) The second week in a row, they throw an interception on what they thought was a free play blows your mind how does that happen and by the way this one i'll put way more on justin field like there was a guy running off late so it would be relatively normal for somebody in the headset to be like hey they got 12 they got 12 but the quarterback has to know if the guy got off or not yeah yeah and he clearly did and so for justin to say that he was running around there thinking they had a free play when again no flag was thrown for the second week in a row you gotta have more awareness yeah
2: you just do I, don't no, I I would say that's a growing pain, but yeah, I, I know what you're saying. But, but that, maybe I, co- I want to like, question the coaching more. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe guess. I guess going forward, it's happened two weeks in a row. Stop trying to do the free play thing. Yeah. Just let your just run your your deal, and if you don't get a penalty that you could have had, I guess too bad. Yeah. Uh, but it's better than throwing an interception when you don't have a penalty twice. Yeah,
2: yeah. it's true. Very true.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh man, some of this stuff just blows your mind. I don't know what to do anymore.
2: There's nothing left to be said. Yeah. The ugly loss. They are only three and four, so the season hasn't completely been lost. Well, I put that in my column. There's 10 games left, which is either a good
1: thing or a really, really bad thing. Yeah, either way, you'll learn a lot about who the Bears are. Um, thanks to uh, Justin Fields, Roquan Smith, and Khalil Herbert for talking to the media here town. Two rookies. Rookies. Two rookies and the one guy who talks
2: after every game in Roquan Smith. Yeah, I, I hate That's, that, like it's a bad look for the, the franchise. Media media complaints yeah. I, I don't think give you a full illustration of, of what a team is in terms of accountability and leadership. But man, you and I covered last year's a lovey where we it was Briggs and Tillman, and, you know, even Cutler was out there every single day. And like there are other notable players talking a lot. Brandon Marshall talked a bunch, you know, it wasn't always positive. But well, at least you had your best players talking. I remember
1: getting in battles with Brandon about talking. And then he would, you know, he'd huff and puff and get in there and be like, all right, what do you want? But he would do it. He would do it. He wouldn't be happy. Wouldn't necessarily always treat you with respect when he did talk to you, but he did it. I it's um it's just it's a matter of accountability, I think. And it is just a distinct difference between wins and losses. Like yeah. when you see that party in Las Vegas after they win, it was just a completely different Situation, so I don't know. Um That's like just another layer to the whole deal. Layers, we've, we've used that word a
2: lot. Yeah, uh, a lot of. When he lose thirty eight to three, there's a lot of
1: layers. The add layers like a like a layer cake. be sometimes really good. There's a bad layer cake. Like the one Joey made him friends.
0: Oh yeah, with <laughs> so the meat in it.
1: And, and he thought it was he good. thought it was good. No, it was uh Rachel made it.
2: Rachel did make it. I don't remember.
1: Yeah. But Joey liked it. Bad analogy. No, I think it's a good analogy. Um, although I can't think of anybody who liked this layer cake. Not no. even Joey. We better get out of here. This is getting silly. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at Adam at Adam Johns. Thanks for sticking with us. Shout out to the Bears fans that came all the way down here. Tampa, good crowd. They saw nothing that was enjoyable. No, no. Um, I know a few. they ate well and enjoyed yeah.
2: the 85-degree weather.
1: A few of you had Hogan and Johns shirts on, taking photos Stop. in front of the uh, – the uh, big ship. Those cannons were firing often today. Um, but thank you for that. We appreciate the support. You can get your home at John shirts on obviousshirts.com. Check out the YouTube channel where you could be watching us. Raymond James Stadium here in the background. I like this place. I've always liked this stadium. I like these trips to Tampa. We come here a lot. They used to be in the same division. Yeah. That would be cool to come here every year. We still come here a good amount. Anyway, we're out of here. We'll head back home. See what Matt Nagy has to say Monday. Oof. This was a bad one. Yeah. Fuck that See ya. F**k,
0: f**k, f**k, oh! F**k!